Welcome to Chalk and Coffee, where you can grab a cup of coffee, tea, or whatever you fancy, and sit back, relax, and join our extraordinary ESL community. Here, you will meet like-minded educators, professors, and other experts in the field who are dedicated to making a difference in the lives of students and on your craft. Here's your host, Jacqueline Mallet. Hi, I'm so glad you've joined us here today. The start of the new year marks a time for reflection, rejuvenation, and growth. It's an opportunity for educators to discover fresh perspectives, innovative methodologies, and supportive communities that can amplify their impact on students' lives. Join us over the next few episodes as we check out the resources available for ESL teachers, from online repositories to professional networks, guiding teachers toward valuable resources, inspiration, and knowledge. Together, we'll uncover the hidden gems and established platforms that offer guidance, some lesson plans, professional development opportunities, and a sense of community, fostering an environment where educators can thrive. So whether you are a seasoned teacher seeking new approaches or support, um, maybe you're a fresh face in the field eager for guidance, this episode is for you. Joining us today is Dr. Philippa Parks, Assistant Professor at the Université de Sherbrooke and Board Member of the Canadian Association of Second Language Teachers, also known as CASALT. Um, her name might be familiar to you if you listen to episode number 14, where Philippa joined us discussing learning strategies in the ESL classroom. And we're very lucky to have her joining us today to share the wealth of resources that can be found at CASALT. Welcome back, Philippa. Hi, Jacqueline. Thanks so much for having me. I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> only because I know what a wealth of resources Casalt actually is and can offer ESL teachers. Mm -hmm. um, for those of our listeners who are not familiar with the organization, maybe we can start with a description of the organization itself, and then we can get into all of the wonderful details. Mm -hmm. um, so often in Quebec, when I'm asked what the Canadian Association of Second Language Teachers is, um, I start by referencing the one that we're really familiar with, which is SPEAK. So CASALT is like SPEAK. SPEAK is the organization for English second language teachers in Quebec, right? And we have resources and um, special interest groups, and we have... Um, you know, our, our annual speak convention. Well, the Canadian Association of Second Language Teachers is like that, but on a national level. Right. So we have resources for second language teaching across the country, um, focusing primarily on French and, and English second language teaching, but also on um, other kinds of this language teaching. So, you know, anything from German teaching to Japanese teaching to Mandarin um, you name the language, there are, there's teachers out there that teach it across Canada. So we we reach a broader range. Um, we also have, you know, lots of events and resources that I'm sure we're going to dig into a little bit more. Yeah, that's great. Well, I've been a member for a few years and and I just, I felt like it is an under uh, shared resource. So I'm really excited that we get to talk about it today. Um, I think that I know that I get resources weekly from from the organization. Um, maybe we can talk about in general some of the different things that they offer members. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Um, it, again, it's a little like speaking that we we have lots of um, resources for second language teaching, but I, because it receives a nice chunk of funding from the federal government, there are a lot more resources. And I think that there's a, a higher quality of them. So if you hop onto the CASALT website, and I invite anybody who's listening today to just take five minutes and do that, you're going to see that there are lots of really interesting things that um, are happening. So you can see the, you know, about CASALT and the history. It comes from funding that promotes the two official languages, right? So we have the um, Canadian heritage that provides us with lots of funding. Um, but when you belong to, to CASALT, or plus, as we like to say in French. Um, there are lots of different things that you can have. You can have access to the different events that are happening. There's an events calendar that you can click on and you'll see that every month there are several different events like um, online webinars that you can join this month. There are ones on, um, I believe, Indigenous learning. I'm just going to check it out. Understanding. So the, well, there's one on January 15th, for example, on understanding um, reconciliation and the wisdom between language and Indigenous languages. So for those of you that are uh, interested in indigenizing your practice a bit more, there's lots of great stuff about that. Um, and there are weekly courses that you can log into or sign up for. There's um, courses online about, um, you know, I think there's a later this month, there's one on beyond words. So fostering social emotional learning in the classroom, for example. Mm -hmm. So for those of you that are interested in just sort of um, hopping in and getting a glimpse of some of those really interesting webinars, those are available. Um, in addition to the sort of weekly events and the online courses that you can sign up for, we have our biannual uh, Languages Without Borders conference. So Langue Sans Frontières. Very exciting this year for, for yeah. our Quebec listeners, <laughs> me yeah, included. It, yeah, it's very exciting. So it happens every two years. The last one was in Toronto. It's um, again, it's because we're a national organization, the event happens in different parts of the country. So we've already had it in um, Vancouver, for example, there was one in Fredericton, there was one in Toronto. Um, but this year, for the first time in a very long time, it's going to be in Montreal. I'm sorry, I meant this year, it's next year. So it's going to be in Montreal in April of 2025. And if you love going to the Speak conference, it's going to be like that, but sort of three times as big. We're going to hold it um, at the Bonaventure, April 24th, 25th, 26th, the Bonaventure Hotel in downtown Montreal. And as I say, you get um, researchers and teachers from across Canada and even international people will come in and do workshops and panels and discussions and events. Um, anything that you would be interested in, they have it there. It's it's such an exciting event. I'm really excited about that. So that's a big draw. Um, on top of that, that's not all. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait. Just wait. Another thing that happens if you're a part of CASALT, there's an opportunity for grants, for teacher grants and awards. So you can um, nominate people for awards, but also if you have a project that you want to undertake to sort of do your own professional development, there's a space where you can apply for that. Um, three awards every year. There's a sort of a few thousand dollars, up to a few thousand dollars for you to work on, um, you know, a project of your choice. 
Uh, so that's really interesting, I think. Um, mm. I think one of our guests actually, uh, I can't remember, two or three episodes ago, um, Lucy Dumont of Chain yep. of Life was was nominated and she she was awarded one of your one of your awards. So that's it's right. Recognizing yeah. excellence in language teaching all across the country. Yes, yes, she won one of the awards. So there's two different parts. So that's uh, one of the recognitions of excellence in in and promotion of, of second language teaching. Um, and a grant is for teachers who want to do their own professional development and get some, a little bit of money from that um, to do that. So that's kind of interesting, too. Then we have in our online section, there's lots and lots of resources. Um, and I know you're keen to talk about the collab, so I'm going to save that to the end. But I want to let people know a little bit about some of the resources that are always there for you. So there are um, online resources. We do lots of publications, everything for how to integrate new teachers or um, how to mentor a new teacher, how to evaluate uh, languages or integrate multilingual learners in the classroom, any of those um, topics that are really pressing for for our, our daily you know lives as, as second language teachers in the classroom there's a publication or resources that can help you out with that and they there's different kinds of publications because there is a, a magazine maybe we can talk a little bit about the magazine but mm -hmm. i've also accessed some of your resources that are like like a book you can you know there's there are incredible resources there for new teachers and experienced teachers about different topics you know yeah, spanning the... sorry go ahead no I was just going to say those are our publications so there's a whole yeah there's the new teachers handbook for example and you can find all of those online that's the most popular one I think mm -hmm. but as, as I mentioned there's one for multilingual learners so if you like to have um, access to like a book of some kind or a printed it what it does is it takes research um, specifically on the topic that you're interested in is specifically for Canada and specifically for second language. And it gives you a lot of that information, uh, which is fabulous because there's a lot of information out there on the internet on how to teach second languages and how to teach English, English as a second language, but not specifically for the Canadian context, which is mm -hmm. really helpful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's also the record, the um, uh, reflections magazine yes. that comes out as well. Yeah, and I love Reflections magazine because, again, it's um, a great way to get some of that research-based information out to to teachers in, in the classroom. Um, you know, we often talk about you know, when you're at university, you have a theory on one side and you have the practice and, and they don't really tend to talk. Well, Reflections is a really great way of, of getting that the, the research out to teachers in the classroom, just so you can stay current with some of the trends in mm -hmm. in second language research and education and it's a fun read it's just yeah um, it's super accessible it's not you know overly pedantic and you're not feeling overwhelmed with data and things like that it's it is really accessible reading yeah it's it's designed to be written for teachers and not for researchers so we encourage people to write in a sort of accessible friendly easy way so it's like a magazine rather mm -hmm. than a search article mm-hmm can I talk a little bit about Casalt Chevu? <laughs> yes, please. Casalt Chevu is one of my favorite um, parts of, of the Casalt uh, membership too. And that's for, especially for people that don't have a conseil pédagogique in your region. And I know, unfortunately, this is a, a reality for a lot of people. Um, so if you're looking to get some professional development and 
if you can't find what you need on the consult website, um, you can actually organize with consult to get a specialist to come to your region or to your uh, centre de service and present a workshop for you based on your needs. So you would get a group of teachers from your region together, maybe on the next journey pedagogique, um, and and have and contact consult, and they will organize having someone come there and uh, and set that up for you. That's great. And they'll and they've got expertise in in a multitude of different areas of second language learning and teaching. Yeah, absolutely. So if you find, for example, your area is um, experiencing, I don't know, an explosion in newcomers to Canada who uh, don't speak either French or English and you're really struggling with that, then you can contact Casalt and get someone and they will look for an expert that is able to design a workshop specifically for your context and come in and help you. That's a really relevant topic right now because we have so many newcomers, yeah. even in the even in the Montreal region, and they're integrated, for example, in high school, and they'll be coming into a secondary three or four class um, with very little English as a second language and how to support them as a learner. It's a it's a challenge, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And um, I just use that as one example, but you know, whatever your, your mm -hmm. needs and context are, it's always great to just sort of reach out to consult and say, Hey, this is what we, this is what we need. Um, can you organize it for us? And, um, you know, they can and usually you can do that as a teacher, right? You don't have to be a, a pedagogical consultant if you don't have no. one in your area. No, you don't. I think you need to have, an, you know, the school needs to uh, give its approval and be organized. So you might mm -hmm. have to work a little bit with your um, the, the school director or whoever is in charge of professional development at your school. Um, but you know, as long as you have their okay, then you can start to coordinate that for sure. Yeah, that's good. That's excellent. And there's mm -hmm. also resources for teachers. And I know, you know, I'm going there I <laughs> because I just, I love this new space that I've recently been poking around in and it's called the CoLab. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and that's, I'm really, really proud of the CoLab project it's um it was designed to be a learning space for teachers but also kind of imitating the platform of a social media site so that it's not just a place where you go and read information um which it is also because there's all different topics if you go onto the site you can see and you know this Jacqueline because yeah. you've been playing around um, but they they have capsules that you look at based on the topic. So let's say we're interested in multilingual learners. You can go into that and there's different lessons that will give you research-based information. Um, and each one is sort of, you know, an hour or so long and you can, it, it tells you how long it takes and you can get the information and read about it, watch videos, listen to audio files and learn more. Um, so that's kind of fun. But then you can also create groups around the topics that you're interested in. I just, um, I love that idea of uh, yeah. developing your professional learning network. I just think that that's a brilliant and, and powerful tool for teachers to have, because some of us are very alone as specialists in primary school, for example, they're, they're particularly alone and, um, mm. you know, in, in smaller high schools, even in the regions you can often find yourself very solitary and not not having that network of people around you. And this is a place to find that network of other professionals who 
have, you know, a lot of valuable input and they've got research that they've been following up on and reading about and exchanging on all of that important data, I think is just really valuable. I agree. Yeah. I mean, a lot of us have felt that way that we're sort of, you know, struggling sometimes with some of the big questions in our classrooms. So, and and I talk to a lot of teachers, my research is a lot about teacher resilience and how to build that for, especially for new teachers. Um, and, and what you're talking about, you know, teachers feeling alone and isolated is one of the biggest drivers of people saying, you know, I don't know if teaching is for me, I'm really struggling here and I have no one to help me and support me. So this, we're hoping that this online platform is, is a place that you can find that community and find your peeps. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that. Find your peeps. Um, <laughs> what I really like about it is that there's so many, I think I saw almost 60 different topics. So if you have any question, I'm sure that you'll find some answer to, or at least a part of the answer to your question there. Um, and the the little classes that you can take or the lessons that you can take vary from two or three lessons to seven to, I don't know if there's more than seven lessons, but there's they vary in 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 depth and breadth, I guess. So yeah, you don't absolutely. have to make a big commitment. You can make a little commitment. Yeah. And and nobody's, you know, checking up on you. If you if you start something and you and you find it's not really what you were looking for, you can you can switch right back out. Um and while you're doing that, you can create a group online. It's super easy. It's just, you know, click of a button, create a new group, give it a title, and you know, ask a question. So if you're struggling, for example, with um, you know, your your school really wants you to start applying the neuralistic neurolinguistic approach, for example, or you've heard about this and you want to know more, you can read a little bit more about it on the, uh, on the collab site. And then you can ask questions and say, Hey, anyone else want to chat about this and post some ideas and, and get some conversations going. It's a, it's a rich place for having those dialogues. That's for sure. Um, I also wonder, I know that it's it hasn't really been a, a solid program that's been implemented, but the government of Quebec has been talking about, um, you know, over two years, you need to do 30, 30 hours of professional development. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that if uh, teachers are asking their principals or their principals are looking for their teachers to be um, adding those hours that some of the some of the readings that you can find on the CASALT website, um, in the magazines, um, and the courses that are being offered in the collab, and the seminars. Um, I'm sure that some of those would be would be creditable by by school directions. I'm, I'm not I'm not 100% sure. I don't want to say and step out <laughs> of the, my uh, my area of expertise here. But I think right now it's casual enough that um, that these are are uh, rich resources for teachers that they can use that would be useful and interesting. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's so exciting that principals are now allowing the teachers to choose their own professional development, because it's so important when you get to choose the the topic that really means something to you and one that you're, you really want to grow. Um, and if it's something that you need to have, like a, a certificate or proof that you've done the course, I think the CoLab is a great site for that because it's it's labeled how many hours each course is or how long it takes. 
Um, and if you need sort of more written proof, I think we're going to look into that in the new year. It's one of our new year's resolutions, how to, how to show that if a teacher has followed this course on the, on the site that they get some kind of you know, certification they can show to their principal. Hey, I did this course. I did this, yeah. Because I don't think Quebec is the only place. I know, I'm pretty sure uh, our colleagues over in Ontario, um, they have the or, their order of teachers and they they too have to do uh, ongoing learning. And and I'm sure that, uh, that they're accessing this, perhaps not in the ESL all the time, but in the FSL sector, yep. they're, they're probably accessing this as well. Absolutely. And I know that if you sign up for one of the um, more sort of extensive courses that, that Castalt offers, like we offer the hour long webinars, um, there's at least one or two every month. Um, that's one thing. But they also offer sort of uh, courses that last, you know, three or four evenings, mm -hmm. sort of one on one as a sort of online course. And I know that that for sure, um, you get sort of a, a, an accreditation of some kind. And that's okay. really attractive teachers too so that's something that you know teachers out there who are listening out there might be interested in if you have to fill in those hours at least it's something that you have chosen and you're interested in and it's meaningful to your practice yeah and I think that that's the most important part is that you know like you were saying we've got our conference once a year with speak that comes in or maybe you have access to speak on campus where you are but sometimes mm -hmm. it's really far or, or your school has exhausted its professional development budget and you don't get to go this year, this is a great way to access new information and ongoing research um, that is solid and and very pertinent to whatever your situation may be. Yeah, absolutely. And I might add, um, I think the membership is $45 a year. So that's a real steal if you think about it. Um, I'm sure you can convince your, your director, your director of your school um that you know out of their professional development budget that's not a bad deal at all and if you're a student it's free oh no way way <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that oh that's yeah. a really great little uh, nugget yeah. there okay yeah so if you go onto the website and it says you know become a member you can see the different membership categories i think the only difference for students is that you don't have any voting rights okay. at the end of the general meeting which you know most people don't tend to make that anyway, so that's okay. <laughs> um, I, and I also think there is like an institutional membership. So perhaps your school board would be somebody if you if you have a a, a conseiller pedagogique or or an advisor at your school board, it might be interesting to talk to them. Then it's not coming out of anybody's pocket, you know, personally yeah. or. Oh, no, I, I don't think teachers should be paying for their personal development. Uh, that's uh, professional development personally. Sorry, that's just crazy. But, you yeah. know, that's teaching, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have to pay for our pencils and erasers either, but we no, do. No, yeah, I was just going to say, and stickers and... Uh... <laughs> When I don't have that purple uh, expo marker that I really want. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm hoping, Philippa, that uh, lots of our listeners get to go on and check this out um, and see what Casalt is all about, because it really is a, a wealth of resources in in so many different ways. And it it can feed your need if you you just need a, a little quick refresher in something or if you want a deeper dive you've got the deeper dives if you want to um, stay up to date on what's going on in research and still access it as a as an interested 
educator. I think that the the resources are accessible and reputable. Not that not that you know some of our online platforms are not reputable, but these are really supported resources with with research being you know conducted and and supported with peer reviews and things like that. So. I think that that's a really important thing. I also wanted to mention that they're bilingual, most of them. So if you're com more comfortable reading in French, that might be something that's uh, important to you. So there's lots of, you know, whatever we publish is always in the, in both official languages. Mm -hmm. And, and the workshops that you give are also offered. And Absolutely. even, even if it's a title that, that says FSL, um, it's pertinent to second language teaching and second language acquisition in general. So I think that there's this umbrella and teachers, you know, if they're curious, shouldn't be, if there's a topic being offered in FSL, that's not being offered in the ESL side, um, you know, jump in anyways, because I think that it's just good practice in second language teaching period. Yeah, no, I think that that's important to note too, because um, because of the way Canada is, we tend to have, you know, more English speakers in the rest of the country so that French as a second language is a more popular, um, I guess, option. Because <laughs> if you're in Ontario, you're not going to have ESL or ESL is a bit different. Um, so a lot of our resources are branded FSL, but they, as you, as you say, they really are pertinent to anybody who's teaching a second language. They look at all kinds of things, sort of, as I say, evaluation or indigenization or integration of um, different people into your classroom with different needs and different backgrounds. So, you know, a lot of the topics that and we're all looking for differentiation, it's all there. That's amazing. Is, um, is there an access point for teachers if they would like to do some kind of collaboration or they would like to share some of their own research that they've been doing in the, in the classrooms and, and have it, you know, shared with the organization? Is there, is there a platform for that or a way that, that some of our teacher researchers can, can share what they're doing? That is a great question. I'm so glad you said that. Um, will we publish? The first way I would recommend is um, publishing in Reflections. So Casalt puts out a call. I think the Reflections is published three times a year through different topics. Um, so we put out a call and just, you know, submit an article to Reflections. Look at the call. They're not hard to write. They're, you know, as I say, you don't have to be writing in an academic language. We would prefer you not to we prefer it to be research based, but more accessible for people. So that's a great way to get your research published and and out there to a wider audience across Canada. Um, another way to do it is to present at Languages Without Borders. We'll be putting out a call in the fall of this year so that, you know, you can network and, and meet new people and, and share your knowledge um, with other people there. And, and again, the third way I would say is the online collab platform. Start a group in there saying, hey, here's my thought. Here's what I'm looking into. Here's my research um, and invite people to join and, and share. So that's three different ways. That's great. <laughs> that's a lot more than I was expecting. That's fantastic. Yeah. And and I think that Quebec in particular, well, for F, uh, for ESL, has a wealth of of experts that are perhaps underexploited and would really the rest of the province would really benefit from from reading about what's going on here. And and the rest of Canada might find it applicable as well. So, yeah, I think that's so important. I, again, I feel like um, we've been the du solitude a little bit. So. 
it would be so great to bring in the experiences of our ESL teachers from Quebec and, and share them with the rest of Canada because there's so much that we have to offer. Um, yeah, I would I would love to see more ESL teachers belong to Casalt and, and share the wealth, their experience. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's a two-way street, right? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be some new memberships after listening to what actually goes on over at Casalt and, and all the wonderful access that the teachers have when they, they're part of the organization. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if anyone has any questions or, you know, the first step would be to go look at the Casalt website. So that's uh, caslt.org. I think that if you just type that in Google or whatever you use as a search engine. I'll put it in our, I'll put it in the podcast notes. I'll put links to everything that'll be live. So. Yeah. And if you have any questions specific to ESL and Quebec and different events that you're not quite sure, um, the the representative, the national representative for Casalt for Quebec is now Carolyn Riches. So Carolyn Riches, caroline.riches at mcgill.ca. Or you can always um, check in with me. So, you know, you can post my my email too, which is philippa.parks at gmail.com. I'll put all of those in our podcast notes so that our listeners have access to, to everybody and everything. Brilliant. Thanks so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us again, Philippa. It's always a pleasure, Jacqueline. Thank you. Thanks. As we wrap up today's episode, we'd like to express our deep gratitude to Speak for their invaluable support, their commitment to ESL communities around the globe, but particularly in Quebec, has been instrumental in shaping the conversations we get to have here on Chop and Coffee. It's through partnerships like these that we are able to explore ESL teaching. Thanks for listening to Chalk and Coffee. If you've been enjoying the podcasts, hit the subscribe button and tell a friend. Join us on Instagram at chalk.n.coffee or continue the conversation on Twitter using the hashtag chalk.n.coffee. Until next time, teach with all your heart and a little coffee.